So as mentioned, we're thrilled to have Monster involved and have Noah Lee here. And I mean, if you're ever at a show like CES, which is only a hundred times as big as this, everybody's trying to meet with him, but we're lucky enough to have him here. And I've heard he's even going to be down at the Monster booth after this at four meeting with folks. So we are thrilled to have you here and we're going to play a video and then bring him on up. In the past few decades, no one has influenced the world of music more than Noel Lee, the founder of Monster Cable. After graduating from Cal Poly College in 1971, he was passionate about music and a man with a vision. He dreamed of revolutionizing the field of music reproduction with the help of high-performance audio cables. Untiringly, he conducted research with the goal of providing music lovers pure, unadulterated listening pleasure that was true to the original music. With this in mind, Noah Lee began developing cables of unrivaled quality. In 1979, his work came to fruition, and he founded his company, Monster Cable, and began manufacturing the world's first high-performance speaker cables. Monster, a synonym for strength and dominance, revolutionized the music market and marked the beginning of a success story that few other companies in the audio industry could match. From humble beginnings in his garage in San Francisco came a product that is now indispensable to recording studios, production companies, and live stage performances all over the globe. Every day, more than 600 employees at five locations on several continents develop products and patents that send shivers up the spine of millions of people around the world, day in and day out, delivering the thrill of high-quality audio and video signal reproduction. The range of products has grown from audio cables to include extensive iPod and iPhone accessories and high-definition in-ear speakers that enable people to experience first-class audio enjoyment wherever they go. Inspired by many superstars of music and sports like Lady Gaga, Stevie Wonder, and Lance Armstrong, Noah Lee and his monster company developed products and system solutions that are well established in many facets of modern life. He has lived the American dream. He has made it his mission to never stop finding ways to create the perfect sound. His inventiveness, his achievement, have made the world of entertainment electronics a better place. like everybody's asleep. You're not asleep, are you? Hey, the best is yet to come. Come on, make some noise. Come on. Wake up. There we go. Hey, this is a session about music. This is fun. That's why we're here. And I know we got people from all kinds of professions, but I'm going to talk about hearing what you create. You know, what all the musicians out there, the, uh, the bands, and be able to hear it in a way that we've never been able to hear it before. And I'm going to say it's through the sound of headphones. I'm going to tell you that story. 
But first, I want to just say a little bit about Monster. Some of you know us, some of you don't. But we've always had a mantra. You know, we've been around for 35 years in the Bay Area, so we're not a startup. <laughs> but I feel like I'm starting up. Okay, every time I reinvent the business, it feels like we're starting up. We have a mantra, always lead and never follow. But, you know, we've always been about music and about sound. So, you know, throughout our 35 years, you know, we've done cable, we've done power, we've done things that bring the audience closer to the music. And, you know, we did things with musicians, with musical instrument cables, and people got better sound out of their instruments. You know, for audiophiles and engineers, you know, they got to hear more about what they've created. And we wanted to bring the listener closer to the music. That's our goal. We've been doing it for a long time. But in the quest of capturing the sound of live music, you know, we've been some ups and downs. And, you know, I've learned a couple of things. One is that you don't be in the music business to make money. You agree? <laughs> yeah, I hear some. You know, it's hard. It's a craft. It's an art. And those lucky few who really break through and can make a great living out of it, my hat's off to them. My hat's off to all of the musicians out there who, you know, work because of the passion of music. And I try to capture it, you know, because I'm a music listener. I'm also a musician. I'm an engineer. And my goal was to get me closer to the music. I want to be in front of the artists. You know, we had our little monster music label where I work with some folks like Angeli, uh, George Benson, Three Doors Down, and Peter Sincati. And th those were really great times for me. And being able to work in the studio with some of my heroes and to be able to be in the studio with them it was phenomenal. Here's a session we did with Lee Rittenauer called Six String Theory. He had all kinds of guitarists on there. Here's Dave Grusin, you know, uh, Quincy Jones. Here's Slash in the old days, you know, and, uh, you know, he's still drugged out, don't worry. <laughs> My work with Stevie Wonder, George Benson, and uh, the infamous James Brown. I was on stage with him hearing that live music. Can you imagine? Ray Charles with an orchestra. During the rehearsals, I was on stage listening to not the live feed, I was listening to the instruments because I wanted to be up close. Okay, and here Ray Singh, uh, sitting right next to me, was an emotional experience. Something that, you know, I wish more people could take part of. My friend Carlos, very spiritual, earth, wind, and fire, some of my favorite people. We did the thing with Mary J. Blige, and of course my thing with Dr. Dre, and all the folks at Interscope and uh, with Gaga and uh, Jimmy Iovine, it was a phenomenal thing. From rock to jazz to hip-hop, and now with our relationship with Alicia Keys and uh, my friend Swizz Beats, we've been scanning you know, the music from acoustics to uh, EDM. But the goal, all of us, for whatever genre of music we listen to, is to really be close up to it. How do I hear more of the tonality? How do I hear more of the tonality of the instruments and the vocalists and what they're trying to convey? Because these are artists. They have a message. So we started with Beats by Dr. Dre because I said, you know, loudspeakers kind of go by the wayside. You know, engineers hear their craft through little small speakers. Or if you're a listener, you're listening through little white earbuds. Do you get to hear all the music through little white earbuds? Tell me. Go like that if you say no. <laughs> okay, that's the right answer. Thanks. Through the last 10 years of the iPod, 
15 years of the iPod, all of this beautiful music that's changed so much in the way it's been created, and we hear it on little white earbuds. Most of our audience does. So i got to ask you a question. Do you hear everything that the artists and engineers wanted you to hear through those little white earbuds? No. So that's why we did Beats by Dr. Dre. I got bass, low-end bass that was never heard out of a headphone before. And we said, we revolutionized the uh, headphone industry. Anybody see uh, people walking around with a little bee on the side? Nod your head if you've seen that. Yeah. And if you haven't seen that, ask your kids. Have they seen that? They'll say yes. Okay, but this is great. Young people who've never heard it now get to hear it. So we are on our own now. We're doing our uh, own thing, and we've had the ability to do something really revolutionary. That's what I wanted to talk to you about. Yeah, we call it the next. And this is one of our next products. It's called DNA. And here's what we're doing with the next. The next is something we call pure monster sound. And I say, this gives us even closer to the music. You know, if I was to equate hearing what the recording engineers and producers hear, I'm going to say a pure monster sound is like being on the other side of the glass, being in the studio, you know, having the musicians right in front of me, okay, where I can hear the breathing, I can hear the nuances that are lost in the music. And when you listen to the, to the Beatles remastered, you know, you hear things that you never heard before kind of transport you back. Music is magical to us. So what is Pure Monster Sound? First of all, it's more dynamics. Boom! I want to hear all of the dynamics. Transparency. You know, like cleaning a glass. You ever see a glass in a hotel where you walked into it? Boom! That's why they put the spot there. Oh my gosh. Because you want it to be clear, like cleaning your glasses for the first time. Articulation. Hearing the little nuances. High definition, inner detail, clarity, speed, tonality, and harmonics. Let me tell you a story. Here's how a sound is created on a recording. From the microphone that is in the studio or in a live performance to the headphone, which is the exact opposite of a microphone. The microphone gets pushed on and the headphone pushes on your ear. And everything else in between, the boards, the cables, the amplifiers, all that detracts from the sound. So here's what happens in regular headphones. A headphone is a very complicated thing. It's an electrical, mechanical, and acoustical device. The room is on your head. That's why it's so difficult to design a proper headphone. So most headphones, when you do something really soft, sometimes you don't even hear it. So when you hear those brushes go, you know, can you hear all those little fine details? And most headphones don't get up to 100%. So when you go, boom, how much of 100% do I get? Well, I got to move the electrical energy. I got to move the speakers. I got to move the diaphragm. I got to move the voice coil. And then I got to move it in a space. So you never get the loudest sounds. So here's what I discovered with Pure Monster Sound, I want you guys to experience it, is the ability to hear all the sound. You know, get closer to 100% of boom, all the little details. We even measure it, and we're able to see, you know, on a square wave, how we've been able to capture this new technology for this new music. 
So what do you hear? When the violin bow draws across the strings, you hear the rosin. You hear the pick hitting the guitar strings. The snares on a snare drum, all of a sudden they're more defined. Tonality, naturalness of the vocals. You hear the vocals and piano, uh, like we had before, in a, a realism that you never heard before. The bite of the brass. Okay, the edginess. So when you hear it in real life, it goes, eh, you hear it. Percussion, dynamics, boom, do you hear it? And these other elements, recording uh, an orchestra, for example, the width of the soundstage, how wide it is, how deep it sounds, okay, and can you hear the imaging? Can you pinpoint the location? You close your eyes and you'll be able to hear those things. I was at the uh, symphony, ran into an uh, Asian violin player. He says, Noel, would you like to see a $1 million violin? I says, $1 million? Yeah, yeah, show me. So he takes it out of the case. I don't want to hold it. You hold it. This is a Stradivarius. So I said, why is it a $1 million? Because the sound of a Stradivarius is unlike any other violin. And I said, why? Because of the wood the harmonics, the varnish, all the kind of things that I do. And he says, boy, I hear all of these things on this violin. Well, we want to capture all of that. So today, it's everything from acoustics to EDM to mixing on a DJ console, you know, to all of the machines that we create on. Can you hear everything? And I wanted to do it loudspeakers too, and I think Vern's got uh, some of the new Clarity HD speakers that he's got for you to hear. But I want to bring to the music world, to all of you, a new type of listening so you can experience the music that's been created in a way that you've never heard before. And we got some of the monsters here. Monsters, raise your hand. Okay, so they got some of the headphones. If you like to, they can play some stuff for you so you can hear the things I've been talking about. And you can go down to our little room downstairs. So with that, I want to collaborate. Some of you in the music, let's get the word out. You know, this is our new endeavor, and we want to recreate ourselves once again. So, folks, thank you so much for your time. Appreciate it. Thank you. Noel, can you stay up and answer a couple of quick questions sure, for us, sure, please? Sure. Yeah, well, one of the great things, you know, that Brian does so well here is makes everyone accessible. So we just wanted to take a couple of minutes, and if you have a question to ask Noel, now's your chance. In the back of the room. Hold on a second. Sure, make me run on the first one. <laughs> Hi, great presentation. I just wanted to ask, your headphones sound like they have great audio for listening. Do they have any built-in mics for recording audio with a mobile device? Yeah, we got the thing you answer your phone with, and we're coming out with some mobile that you have a, a microphone. But really, if you're going to do recording and have it be reproduced in the way you want it, you know, I use a little Samson microphone that's uh, USB that works super well because the kind of microphone that you have, don't skimp on the microphone. Because that presence, the air, this room, if you want to hear it, you can't do it with a microphone that is uh, built into a headphone. But you can talk in your phone. Anyone else? Yes, Kevin. So with these um, headphones you're designing, can you hear the artifacts in compressed audio? And should we be moving to uncompressed? You know, that's an interesting thing. Because people say, you know, MP3 sound bad. You know, I go, okay, how do you know that? Listening through the earbuds? I don't think so. So it's kind of like 480p on a DVD. You know, that looked really great until you got the 720p with high definition. 
And that looked good until you got the 1080p. And now you got 4K coming on 8K. So it's higher and higher resolution. But if you never saw a DVD on a color TV, you would have seen black and white. So yes, you can. And they get more noticed on a high-resolution headphone than not. But I'm going to say that there's a lot to an MP3, and you've not heard how great it sounds. Even a 256K, Master for iTunes, it sounds incredible. And all the stuff, all the demos that my guys are doing are with compressed files, MP3, you judge for yourself. After I have the high-definition set, after I have the high-definition headphone, then I'm able to look at uncompressed files. I can look at 96, I can uh, look at 194 files, uncompressed, and how good they sound. I can appreciate it then. But until I have something high resolution, forget about it. Can't even hear it. Hope that answers your question. I just wanted to add something to know uh, what he just said. The other thing is on our headphones, on our Bluetooth headphones, we have AAC and AptX, which are a much higher resolution codec uh, when you're doing wireless, and the performance is significantly better than standard SPC uh, MP3. And Tony's right. Yeah, everybody wants to go wireless. Well, wireless comes with a penalty, okay, that you, know, you, you don't get to hear all the sound because Bluetooth is compressed, but you're, uh, you'll be amazed at what we do with wireless. I don't know if we have a, one of our wireless sets here, but we wouldn't do wireless until it could sound as good as wired. Okay, and that, that was our objective. I have one question for you. Going back to actually the origin story, obviously in college was when you started working on this stuff, but what was that original insight? Where was that aha moment? Was there a particular album? Was there an experience? Was there a, a performance or a performer that just made you go, this is what's going to be my life? Oh, yeah. In, in my generation, you know, it was Sgt. Pepper, you know? It was the Beatles, you know? When you, when you hear that and you hear all those, yeah, there you go, you hear all those instruments and what they did with a three-channel recording, which is freaking amazing, you know, had all the albums and, the, you know, Through Time, Steely Dan and all, you know, th that's kind of my generation of music, you know? My son listens to Calvin Harrison, so, you know, Rihanna's okay too, you know, but I'll go back to the old stuff. But that's where the tonality comes in. Harmonics is one tone on top of another tone on top of another tone on top of another tone. So when you hit middle C on a piano, you can hit it on three different pianos and it'll sound the same. It won't sound the same on a Bosendorfer as it does on a Steinway as it does on a Baldwin. Why? Because of harmonics or the overtones. And that's what we lose. We lose that in digital, we lose that in compression, and we lose that in headphones. So you want to capture that richness. And when you hear it, it becomes relaxing. You know, you don't know what it is. You know, a lot of people say, I like my records better. You know, when you hear, you know, an old analog tape, it might be hissy, it might be noisy, it might be crackling, but you can sit back and say, gosh, I'm, I don't know what it is. In my, my brain, I feel more comfortable because I'm closer to, uh, to the richness of harmonics of real music. We're analog people. We're not digital. People, we don't hear in digital. We hear in analog. And when we hear in analog, we want it to be as close the source has to be as close to analog as we can possibly get. And that's hopefully what we bring to you. Time for one more question before we go ahead and let him go downstairs and start listing some product up, up here. How do you feel about like headphone amps? Do you need one to like get the most out of these headphones or what's your take on that? You know, my take on is I don't like any electronics, okay? Because every bit of electronics, even a piece of wire you can hear. And so when I design these DNA headphones, 
They'll play so dynamic and so powerful. My goal is to do that with an iPod because that's what you're, everybody's listening to. So a headphone amplifier is kind of like a booster gauge, you know? So I, I put a little more zip in the, uh, uh, in the signal to give it a boost so my headphones can reproduce it. That's okay if you have headphones that can't reproduce it without a head amp, okay? But to me, you just added another layer in between the music. I don't like noise canceling. We make noise canceling headphones. Why? You got more electronics. Okay, those electronics interfere with the music. So if you want to hear it as clean as you possibly can, hear it straight through, hear something with high resolution, dynamics, clarity, and speed. Lightning speed, and that, the gentleman's listening there now. Articulation. And uh, once you hear these, you'll, you'll know what I'm talking about. Awesome. Thank you so much, Noel. All right. Thanks, everybody. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.